This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, June 1st. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Purdue headlines Montana Summit. Trump nears Paris announcement. Stay in, says NFU. Progressives seek rule comeback. Montana will be the focus of top agriculture policymakers today as Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue and Senate Agriculture Chairman Pat Roberts headline the 2017 Montana Ag Summit. Christopher Giancarlo, the acting chairman of the Commodity Futures Trading Commission, also will be speaking at the Great Falls event, which is co-sponsored by Senator Steve Daines, a Republican of Montana. Daines says Purdue's participation in the event resulted from the invitation that the senator extended during Purdue's confirmation hearing in March. In addition to speaking at the summit today, Purdue and Kansas Republican Roberts also will participate in a panel discussion on the future of agriculture. That will be moderated by rancher and broadcaster Taylor Brown, president of the Northern Ag Network. Trump, Paris decision very soon. Washington is bracing for President Trump's announcement this afternoon on whether he will withdraw the United States from the Paris Climate Agreement. Trump told reporters yesterday he was hearing from a lot of people on both sides of the issue. The National Farmers Union says U.S. credibility is at stake. The Paris Agreement wouldn't have much of a direct impact on agriculture, given that the Obama administration didn't propose reductions in farm emissions. But Roger Johnson, president of the National Farmers Union, which supports the climate deal, says that withdrawing from the agreement would reduce America's statute as a global leader and hurt U.S. credibility on scientific issues. Johnson told AgriPulse that it would be a very, very big mistake to drop out of Paris. He said to have the U.S. government sort of officially repudiating accepted science that the rest of the world has accepted and to abdicate our leadership well into the future, I don't know that I could have imagined such a circumstance. Johnson also worries about the Trump administration's push for cuts in conservation programs that pay for practices that reduce carbon emissions while improving soil health and increasing crop yields. Ag has a lot that can and should be doing to reduce greenhouse gas emissions, he said. Ethanol well-positioned regardless, according to the Renewable Fuels Association. The president of RFA, Bob Deneen, believes that biofuel usage can continue to grow whether the U.S. is a part of the Paris Accord or not. Deneen said smart policies like the Renewable Fuel Standard have empowered consumers and mobilized the marketplace to invest in clean energy technology and infrastructure that will continue to lower greenhouse emissions from transportation. He cited USDA data that shows that corn ethanol is now 43% lower in carbon emissions than the gasoline produced when the RFS was first enacted in 2005. Biofuels like ethanol make sense both environmentally and economically. Our industry will continue to innovate, grow, and fight climate change regardless of whether the U.S. is party to the Paris Agreement. That in the words of Deneen. Group seeks to boost Democrats in rural America. A new organization has formed with an eye toward reversing Democratic losses among rural voters. To figure out what went wrong for Democrats, the group Focus on Rural America said it conducted focus groups among rural voters in Iowa who supported Donald Trump in 2016 after backing Barack Obama in 2012. 
One finding, according to the group, is that the Obama-Trump voters view both candidates as a break from the status quo. The Obama-Trump voters also say that Democrats have gone too far on social issues and are excessively focused on entitlement programs and minorities, not everyday Joes. The group is chaired by former Iowa Agriculture Secretary Patty Judge, who unsuccessfully ran against Senator Chuck Grassley, Republican of Iowa, last year. She said, I've witnessed firsthand that the progressive message that we're using today aren't resonating. It's time to take a serious look at this issue and develop economic messages and policies that will have real impact on rural parts of our state. Who's bringing home the bacon? Ashford or Ashford? Former House Agriculture Committee member Brad Ashford is considering running again for his old seat in the Omaha, Nebraska area. And so is his wife, Ann Furlick, Ashford, a health care executive. The Wall Street Journal reports that the three Ashford children haven't taken a position yet on which of the two Ashfords should make the race. The incumbent, Republican Don Bacon, defeated Brad Ashford last November and took his place on the House Ag. We joke, and it's purely a joke, that we're going to have a family primary. That measures Ashford as she spoke to the journal. Here's today's He Said It. We're open for negotiation. That's Chip Bowling, chairman of the National Corn Growers Association, on his group's desire to play a role in renegotiating NAFTA. Mexico is the largest foreign market for U.S. corn, and the group wants to protect that trade. Well, that's Daybreak for this Thursday, June 1st. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod, Watkinson & Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Dowling.